0: Welcome to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode.
1: Hey, we want to welcome you all um, to another edition of our Life Success and Legacy Podcast. Um, I'm personally really, really stoked and excited about um, who we've got on as our guests today. We've got Nathan Dean and Brandon Goss with a couple of great guys from Texas, and uh, we're doing this over the phone lines. Um, we got a long distance podcast going on, and these guys—I um, can't wait for you to hear their story and what they're doing with IBC in their lives, and then also what they're creating. Um, so first of all, let's let's just say hey to Nathan and Brandon. Hey guys, how you doing?
2: Hey Chris,
0: how are you? Hey Chris, doing great.
1: Okay, can you guys kind of um, like say hey and then your name so people can kind of associate the sound of your voice with your name of who's
2: talking? <laughs> Sure. Hey, uh, you know, my voice is a little scratchy right now, but, uh, Hey, this is Nathan Dean.
0: Hey, this is Brandon Gosling. All
1: right. So Brandon's got the stronger voice for us today. And Nathan actually is a pastor and, uh, he's been fighting some kind of a cold or, um, or allergies or something and had a a tough time getting through, uh, his sermon on Sunday. Had to cut it maybe a little bit short. (laughs) 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 So, um, Guys, first of all, just tell us a little bit about the work that you do in life, and then a little bit of your context, your bio, your family, how many kids you got,
2: your wives, etc. Somebody want to jump in? Uh, yeah, Brandon, I'll start. Go um, ahead. Man. So, uh, this is Nathan, and you know, I have been in youth ministry. Uh, I was in youth ministry for the last eight years. And I also did music ministry at the same time. And I was bivocational. I was also a, a property and casualty insurance agent in in Bridge City, Texas, where where we lived. And uh, so that was my that was my background up until recently. Um, but in, in June, I actually was called to my very first church as pastor. And so now I'm pastoring a, a small church in Texas. And uh, you know, I mean, it's just a, a an incredible. Incredible thing to see the way God has just, just stretched me so much, you know, when it comes to ministry, because I actually used to be really, really shy. And people who know me, Brandon knows me from way back then. I, I'm not the same person I used to be. Um, <laughs> but uh, we have, uh, my wife is a high school English teacher, and we have four kids. Um, they uh, My two oldest are the boys, and they are 14 and 11. And then we have two girls that are eight and five. And, uh, so that's just a little bit about me. Yeah.
0: And, uh, this is Brandon and I've been married to my wife, Leah, for 10 years. And first I'd say, uh, I'm a dad cause I have four kids just like Nathan and uh, they range, uh, three boys and a girl from soon to be nine down to two. So the house is busy often. Uh, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> Chris and I connected, uh, and, and it, in a cool way cause we both, uh, have hearts for education and I've been in education for 13 years. Um, started my seventh year as a middle school principal. And, uh, so I get to corral and work with, uh, 11 to 14 year olds every day. And, uh, then I get to come home and spend time with my family. So that's uh, a little bit about me.
1: That's awesome. Thanks. Thanks for giving a little bit of an yeah. intro and some context to people. Now, um, So people who are visual, if we're looking at the state of Kansas, or I'm sorry, the state of Texas, where you guys are, where in Texas would people find you?
0: So for Brandon, uh, for me, I am in deep east Texas is what I like to say. So if you travel the I-20 corridor, uh, which runs west to east all the way across Texas, it's pretty much the far east point, and we are – Forty-five minutes to the west of Shreveport, Louisiana, and forty-five minutes to the east of Longview, Texas, or an hour to the east of Tyler, Texas.
1: Okay,
2: and and you guys aren't in the same town. So Nathan, where well, are you from there? Well, I'm I'm almost about two hours due south of where Brandon is right now. Um, the closest the closest town that anybody would recognize to where we're from would be. Uh, Well, I got Beaumont to the south of me. It's about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And then I have Lufkin to the north of me. That's about about an hour to get to.
1: Okay, awesome. Awesome. So I'm curious um, for you guys. um, Tell us tell our listeners a little bit about how you got introduced to IBC. How did this even enter your lives? How did you learn about it? Um, Give us a little intro to that.
2: Okay, so um, I don't remember how I came across Nelson Nash's book. I I really just do not remember how it became, it came in my possession, but I had it downloaded on my Kindle. And uh, Brandon and I, we went to the the same school. So junior high and high school, you know, we've known each other for a long time Um, and, and even went to the same church. And so, uh, but we had just like you know, in, in a lot of relationships, you know, you graduate high school, you you, 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 you you your lives go different directions and things like that. But we had actually just reconnected uh, a couple of years ago, and through uh, this reconnection, we actually start, got it got into some some accountability, and we started just holding each other accountable just to be. You know, better men, better better husbands and and fathers and, and followers of Christ. And um, but I I read what you know in the midst of this accountability, I ended up reading this book, uh, "Becoming Your Own Banker" by Nelson Nash, and and it just floored me. And then I, I immediately had to read it again. And, it, and I just thought, man, I, I need to get somebody else's perspective on this. Mm-hmm. And Brandon, um, being, being as close as we were already, and, and him having the background that he did following Dave Ramsey so hardcore for 10 mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. I knew that if anybody was going to scrutinize it, it was going to be him. And so, <laughs> so, I mean, so I called him and I said, I just need you to read this book and tell me what you think about
0: it. And uh, to add a little to that, I don't remember dates well or names. That is why Nathan and I make the perfect, perfect partnership. But I do remember <laughs> it was January 26th when he said, check this book out, and that's all mm. he said. And uh, so I got the book. I believe I started reading it on his Kindle app, if I'm not mistaken. Then I got the book because I needed it in my hand. And um, I'm telling you what, it was like Vision envisioning – cogs of a wheel going one direction all greased and nice and that's the way it goes and just throwing a full-fledged wrench in it and Mm -hmm. it just locked me up some kind of (laughs) serious and uh, (laughs) but I knew that something was there and that is the very short version of uh, this awesome journey that uh, we have been able to be on Uh, Mm -hmm. a little side note uh, in our accountability to one another um, I was battling some demons like we all do, and um, and I think this was a time that I was ready to take on something new because I was starting to live in God's will again, and that came through accountability with Nathan and just holding one another up and, mm. you know, challenging each other. So uh, I vividly remember that. I don't remember much detail-wise, but it was January 26, and I don't think I'll ever forget that date along with a few others. <laughs> so so for both of you when you read nelson's book did
1: it
2: just click for you well for me it did and uh-huh. i and i don't i don't know why i picked it up so quick um but for me it just it, it clicked pretty quick um it now brandon on the other hand it, it took him a little while and, and it did. there's and and there's a whole lot of very very intelligent people that will admit hey this took me a while to get Um, And it's and it's just because we're so indoctrinated with one one line of thinking for so long that the idea that there's something else out there that exists that could be better than what we've been taught our entire lives is just it's crazy. It's crazy to think that that's even possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember Brandon calling me. I don't remember when, but I remember him calling me shortly after he read it and he was kind of working through it. And his words were, if this is real, this is crazy. And I said, yeah, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> That's That sounds like a quote from, from Michael Crawford.
1: Uh, yeah, Crawford exactly. always, he calls up Mike Everett. Tell, tell him what you say, Crawford.
0: Yeah, I always tell my story and I say that if, uh, when I read the book, which, you know, I made the cardinal sin of reading the book um, after nine o'clock, but I read the book <laughs> and I woke up and I told Everett on the phone at seven in the morning, I said, Man, if this stuff isn't crap, we need to talk today. (laughs) Yep, Yeah.
1: So I'll just contrast that for for some of the listeners out there. It took me nine months of skeptical research. Mm -hmm. I was so indoctrinated to one, as you said, Nathan, one way of thinking about money. And it took me a long time to get out of my own way. I'm curious for you guys, What was it about IBC that just captured or intrigued you? What what was it that Nelson wrote in that book that you thought, wow, now this is something?
0: So for me, uh, the figures were, I like numbers, and it was easy for me to process that this is a baseline example. So that stuck out to me, but the thing that stuck out to me most is that it wasn't a quick-scheme, get-rich-fast type thing. It was mm-hmm. quite the opposite. Nelson Nestor's number one rule is think long-term. And to me, as I still work through this, because even though I'm on board full blast and we've turned this into a partnership and an awesome journey, I'm still unlocking myself. Mm-hmm. I, I catch myself all the time seven months in. Uh, but to think long-term and then finally don't steal the peas resonated with me finally it took about three months and i remember mike everett saying brandon if every time you put a dollar in and you got a dollar 55 back would you ever stop and i thought (laughs) okay because i was thinking of payments Mm -hmm. not deposits in my system Mm -hmm. so that's the long term and the not stealing the peas and the the baseline numbers not to even factor in the um, uh, unequatable ceiling depending on how well you work the concept and the system uh, Mm those all those all came together
2: how about you nathan you know i think for me i think for me just um with my ministry background i am just programmed to to seek out truth i mean like you know what is what is true and what is false and um i actually back in back in 2007 2000 well 2008 um, right in the middle of the meltdown i was actually working for a precious metals company we sold gold platinum and silver and just conversation after conversation i remember having during those times where people were just devastated about the money that they were losing and i was filing those things away in my brain and and so i came away because of because of that experience i came away with just 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 thinking there's got to be a better way and never never knowing what that better way was but i just always had in the back of my mind there's got to be a better way and when i read that book i, I immediately uh, well i mean i read it once and i was like what in the world did I just read? And so you know then, then I went back and read it again, and I immediately just felt like I mean I just felt like here's the, here's the truth. this is it you know mm-hmm. all all you know, no kidding aside, no fluff, no nothing. This is the hard cold facts about how money works. yeah, I yep. agree. Okay.
1: And what's amazing to me, and I, I've gotten the opportunity to to spend some really quality time with Nelson Nash over the years. And, and really that is in 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 um, due because of Mike Everett's, our founder of Life, Success and Legacy and his relationship with Nelson. And I've just kind of been riding Mike Everett's coattails. But when you spend any time, and, and Michael Crawford's experienced this as well, if you spend any time with Nelson Nash, that guy is is a a man of God Mm -hmm. he he knows he knows his his faith um, as well if not better than he knows IBC (laughs) (laughs) And, and really if you got him up on the podium speaking he'd probably rather talk about his faith than IBC but he is a man of integrity and he does his research he is a man of wisdom and my favorite thing is just to be in a room with other people that are hanging out with Nelson Nash and just shut my lips and listen. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now you guys somehow um, reached out and connected with us at life success and legacy. Can you tell a little bit about how that happened and then what
2: has transpired since that time? Yeah. So I came across y'all's podcast um because after after I read the book and I had Which brand I new,
1: just got to stop right now. <laughs> hang on a second. I came just across the Life,
2: Success and Legacy podcast.
1: You're you're on our podcast. Yes, yes. exactly. Isn't that crazy?
2: You're right. I know it's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Way, <laughs> that a little is super crazy. Crazy. just, just a little full circle, circle. craziness, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we uh, while Brandon was, was reading the book, I was looking for other people. I I already believed that it was real. I was convinced. I wanted to find other people that were doing this, but I wanted to find people that were, that I felt were genuine in what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, when, when, when I started listening to y'all's podcast, the, the genuineness just exudes out of, of y'all's conversations. And so and that was like early on and then y'all get to your stories and then you know Mike Mike Everett Mike Everett says that that he's uh you know he was a property casualty insurance agent I was like oh well that's what I was and then Chris yeah. Bay says uh yeah I was in a you know uh education administration for 22 years and I was like well that's what Brandon does what in the world is going on <laughs> yeah
0: uh, yeah and so, so when Nathan called to tell me that, I was like, this, it was surreal. I really can't mm-hmm. even, there's not a good word for it. You're like, the best way I can put it in my terms is this is definitely a God thing. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But so, what, I,
2: what I will say is after listening to the podcast and then connecting with you guys on the phone, and then Brandon and I actually being you know we flew to kansas to actually hang out with you guys mm-hmm. i mean we just became inspired by y'all in well y'all it was doing.
1: it was an easy relationship it just yeah. there was no work involved in it you know right it was just this natural connection where do we really have to talk talk business let's just hang out and have fun <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's it hmm. yeah so you guys came up and and um came and observed one of our live boot camps uh, and we, it was great that you could come and we thought it was important for you guys to see it. And I think I said to one of you, I said, once you see us do our boot camp, you're going to walk away to each other and go, Oh yeah, we could do that. We could probably make it better. (laughs) (laughs) So it was cool that you guys, you guys came up. So our team, we've got a core team of five within our team at life success and legacy. And then we've got these associate coaches across the country, which are, you know, folks who they've got their day job, um, that they love doing, but they also love IBC and they want to tell people they know about IBC, but then there's you guys, you guys are kind of a, a different breed. You guys decided to take this to another level. And I want you to tell our listeners about how this came together whose brainchild it was and where you want to take it. Go ahead,
2: Nate. Uh, So the, uh, Brandon and I met on January 1st in terms of, uh, our accountability and we had some, some goals and things like that, that we went over. And one of the goals that Brandon had was he wanted to create some sort of side business this year. The hustle. The hustle. That's the hustle. Yeah, hustle, the yeah. Hustle. yeah <laughs> side hustle. And so, so uh and that was January first. And you know, it was a couple weeks after that that I ran across Nelson's book. And, you know, and then Brandon started reading it. And as we both came to the same conclusion that wow, this is this is unbelievable, we just thought, not only do we want to do this for our own families. But we want to, I mean, because of our inspiration that we'd gotten from y'all, we wanted to do what y'all do. We wanted to take this to the masses, so to speak. And, I mean, take it to the masses. I mean, we're not selling out stadiums or anything like that. But, you know, we wanted to be able to impact families on a very, very large scale. Mm -hmm, And, you know, one of the beautiful things about infinite banking is we get to impact multi-generations yes okay i
1: want to i want to intersect right there because when you said multi-generations that makes me think of brandon and your family i want you to tell the listeners about what your extended family is creating and what gets you so excited about what you guys are
0: doing well that's going to be hard to put into some uh articulate succinct wording but uh, (laughs) i'll do my best um i have a a large family that uh, is very connected um at a very sincere and genuine level. So uh, my parents are still alive and doing well, and I have a brother who has three kids, and then we have my family who has four. And the short of it is is once they became aware of what we were doing and my father started researching it, um, he worked through it a lot like I did, and he gets it, but he's still learning like me. My brother got it the day he read it. He read it in the day. He's been an entrepreneur spirit his whole life it made sense. He called him the next day and says, I want to do this. I got. It. He understands it. He understands it probably better than I do, truthfully. And uh, so that started the ball rolling. So the most exciting thing is, is that um, my parents have started policies on themselves, uh, on myself, my wife, uh, and then Shane and his wife, Courtney. And then uh, I have started policies on myself and Leah and all of our kids. And we also uh, have finished reading a book and, rereading again what would the Rockefellers do by Garrett Gunderson Mm -hmm. and my dad has just eat up with it in a great way and we've been talking about how we can affect generations to come with leaving a legacy but using money in a healthy way to further what our family should stand for in our eyes so Mm -hmm. we are super excited man to uh to do this because this, these things never crossed her mind in this way before.
1: Yeah, what have been some of the things from uh, from Michael Isom and Garrett Gunderson's book, What Would the Rockefellers Do? That has inspired you? Has there been a nugget or two that's that really captured you?
0: What I really uh, like about it the most is that we misconceive money as an evil thing. Uh, I really, I, I think that happens often, mm-hmm. and instead of looking at it as a tool to further our goals or for our purpose, the kingdom of of heaven or the Lord um, or growth in our kids' lives. So the whole um, tidbit of how to develop a trust and utilize the IBC concept Mm -hmm. and how to have a board of trustees in in essence um, that helps Uh, Manage that uh, generation to generation. Uh, Those were some exciting things for me. And dad's still reading through it, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing how he, how he, uh, what he gleans from it. But we've had several conversations about it.
2: Yeah. And And for me, yeah, um, it's, you know, what I see just immediately as I read through the book is just a a tale of two families. Mm -hmm. and and one did one thing and one did the other and we see what the results of those two things were well i want to do what the the what the rockefellers did because they've been able to sustain that legacy throughout many 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 generations whereas the vanderbilts you know i I think i think like the third or fourth generation there was a vanderbilt that that died broke is Mm -hmm. what it says in the book yeah and um you know the just the fact that there are simple behaviors, just simple things that we can do a la IBC. Um, because IBC, once you understand it, once you get it, implementing it is you know, there there's not a there's not a whole lot of moving pieces. It becomes pretty simple. So it's not complicated once you actually grasp the concept as a whole. So yeah. taking just some simple concepts and applying those changing your behavior just a little bit can change your family tree forever Mm -hmm. nathan you and i have had a conversation
1: about and a lot of people are aware of a book called rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki and um he he's got a concept in his book he doesn't talk about ibc but he's got a concept in his book called the cash flow quadrant and and you've been thinking about this in relation to ibc lately do you mind just um, kind of as an ending point uh, for our podcast because we got to wrap up here? But do you mind sharing kind of some of your thoughts about IBC and this cash flow quadrant and how they might intersect?
2: Yeah, not at all. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki is somebody that Brandon and I follow very closely. Uh, we listen to the podcast pretty regularly, and uh, you know he is—he's not a big stock market guy. He's a big real estate, you know, hard asset guy. And and you know those are things, <clears throat> those are things that are congruent with people who who follow IBC closely, and so, uh, but the cash flow quadrant. For those of y'all who don't know, there's there's four quadrants, and you've got your E quadrant and your S quadrant. E quadrant is if you're an employee. Your S quadrant is if you're self-employed, which basically means you own a job. You don't work in a job. You own a job, and then you've got your B quadrant on the right side, which is the uh, the business owner. And then you have uh, the the uh, the I, which is the investor. Well, the the business owner is not is not the self-employed who owns a job. The business owner is an owner who has developed a system. And it's it, I mean you you look at it and you you talk to you know very successful people who have done well for themselves, and the way the way that they do it is with Creating a system that generates passive income, which means money coming to you when you're not necessarily going out earning it. And so, even for people who are in the E quadrant, you know, they're just an employee at a at a you know at some business, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not a business owner, they can they can implement IBC and create a system so that their money will start to grow. In a passive income environment, and so even if you don't, even if you're not privy to the to the to the to the to the ability to go out and start a business, you know you're you're stuck in a job or something like that. Or mm-hmm. you just you just don't have a desire to go start a business, or or maybe you, you can, just love being
1: a middle school principal. There that's, you go. That's, that's your exactly, calling. Exactly. That's what you want to
2: do. Yeah. So yep. even if you love your job, you know, you can create a system with your money that will, yeah, I mean, that will become a, literally become a machine.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that's you know that's that's what I took away from it.
1: So um, you guys, we'll we'll wrap up here, and I so appreciate you guys taking time. I I would (laughs) – you know how I am. I'd love to be on this this conversation for an hour covering all kinds of stuff. If,
0: If Crawford would let us, I'd do it. I know. I know. He's about ready to cut us off.
1: We may still be talking, but he's not recording. Big bad Cropper. <laughs> um, I want you guys to tell the listeners about um, Unlimited Life Concepts and how they could find you. And it, we've been very clear from the very beginning. There are not enough of us out there teaching IBC, so we don't worry about competition. That is, that is so far from our uh, line of thinking we want the idea of ibc to be shared with as many people as possible so you guys have a have a mind of um you created created unlimited life concepts can you tell us a little bit about that how are you communicating with people how can people find you etc
0: go ahead nate
2: okay so um right now um the primary way that we connect with people is through facebook um, we have, we've sort of created our own sort of podcast format recently, um, where we do Facebook live videos and, uh, we really like that platform because it just gives us a little more interaction with people. And, um, so we're, we're really enjoying that. So that's the main way that we are, uh, getting our name out there and things like that. Uh, as far as connecting with people, most of what we're doing in terms of connections is really just a lot of, uh, you know, interaction with people in our day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's not, this is so, so I I shared this with uh, two families last night and one of them is actually some members of my church. I did not approach them with this concept. They asked what I was doing and I shared. you know, when I told them what I did or how, you know, what we're able to do for people uh, they immediately said, Hey, we would like to know more about this. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I, when I got ready to share with them, I told them I could not do this as a pastor. If it involved risk or if it involved some sort of sales tactics, mm-hmm. I said, you know, there, it is hundred percent safe and we don't try to convince people we talk talk anybody into it, you know? Um, but It's, uh, it's just, it's a way for, for us to be able to really allow God to just open up these doors. And that's really what, what we're doing. You know, God's opening these doors all the time with these conversations. And, uh, and we know that if we are, if we're able to help somebody, um, with a physical need that they have, you know, in their own life, then that opens up the door for us to share the gospel with them at some point. Um, and so we really see, even though it is a business and when, you know, we treat it like a business, but it's also, we see it as a ministry as well, um, where we're going to have the ability to impact a lot of people in a lot of different ways.
1: Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I, I want to thank you guys, um, for taking some time out to, to share with us your story, um, share with the listeners, um, how a couple of couple of guys in Texas connected with with some Yahoos up in Kansas, <laughs> and, and the fun we're having, and and teaching IBC uh, to people. Um, we do, in fact, if if anyone is interested, we actually have a, a live boot camp scheduled in Texas, down in your guys's mm-hmm. neck of the woods, uh, the first weekend of November, and. Uh, so people be able to, to find out about that and register on our website. And you guys may have some ways for people down there to register as well. Um, but uh, at our website, Life Success and Legacy, when we get closer to that date, we're gonna have that posted on our on our website and people be able to register and, and come learn about IBC. And I will say this, our boot camps are free. We, we are pretty rare in that we believe that financial education, if you're willing to come and spend time and learn, it should be free to you. And so we actually provide meals, uh, free education, the whole deal if you're willing to meet us and come learn about IBC and, and just increase your, your financial education. So we're, we're excited about coming yep. down, getting to hang out with you guys and uh, meeting your families face to face and all that. that. That'll be a good time. I want to forward to it. Yeah, it'll be a great time. Anything else you guys want to uh, want to add in before we wrap up?
0: Appreciate you having us tonight. It was a yeah, a definite honor uh, to be a part of something that's come full circle so quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, no, thank you guys so cool much. The- you guys got introduced to this whole to us through our podcast, and here you are uh, stars on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much, guys. Look forward to Thank talking you. to you. For the that listeners, um, man, I tell you what, the place to go is to our website, Life Success and Legacy. We got tons of resources there. Um, if you need to get a hold of a Nelson Nash, becoming your own banker book, that's a place to go where you can order it, and we'll get it in your hands quickly. We've got podcasts, we've got white papers, um, all kinds of things that that Michael Crawford does a heck of a job making sure we've got good resources for our listeners. Um, Thanks again to Nathan Dean and Brandon Goswick. Um, Appreciate them taking time. And uh, to all your listeners, we look forward to our next podcast. Thanks so much.